What is going on guys? Welcome back to the Undercover Weebs anime podcast and today we are going to be doing our second One Piece review episode this time covering the Alabasta Saga or otherwise known as the Baroque Works Saga. Let's go baby. This is when things start really heating up in the One Piece world. This is when Oda really decides to just go ham on his world building. Mm-hmm. The f- East yeah. Blue East Blue touched his world building, but I'd say Alabasta is when you really start hitting like characters and islands that you just like never expect to see from again. But you this, definitely see yeah. from from them again. Dude, I really kind of miss the charm of like this saga and like the world building and just like slowly figuring out everything that's going on it's just such like so nostalgic and i really do miss it the god alabasta is nostalgia a, going on alabasta is a long one too it's got it is. uh at least well it's about the same um same overall length as rome or east blue uh it looks like east blue went up until chapter 100 and alabasta goes all the way up till 217 or the baroque work saga goes up to 217 uh but so it's only 17 chapters but it's a lot more dense yeah you with a lot more stuff definitely so i suppose we can hop right into the first actual arc of alabasta or baroque work saga being reverse mountain uh which is chapters 101 to 105 yeah, really quick little world building arc. That's basically all this was. Yeah, it, honestly, this this little tiny uh, reverse mountain arc is more of a setup for another character we get in later, much, much, much later in yeah in the series, uh, all the way up like chap in like five in the five hundreds almost maybe four hundreds. Mm-hmm. L- Laboon, the Laboon, goat, the intro of Laboon. So I guess before they get to Reverse Mountain, uh, we got to know why they go to Reverse Mountain in the first place. So you can't go into the Grand Line directly because the Grand Line is surrounded by something called the Calm Belt, mm-hmm. of which has no wind and no, or it has no wind, so you can't sail through it and. Uh, there a lot of sea kings. Yep, infested with sea kings. They sink all the ships. So and well, you just can't move. Yeah. Uh, so they accidentally go into the combat once, actually, or maybe twice. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they paddle their way out, and then they go to Reverse Mountain. Yep. Uh, and then they get, they go over Reverse Mountain and get swallowed by Laboon, or at least some of them do. And Laboon, Laboon, Laboon's a giant whale. He's that, huge. Yeah, that blocks the the path of the Mary into the Grand Line, and he eats the so, he eats the Mary. So, just a little tidbit of information here, um, for something that's gonna come up way later. You're not even there yet, AK. But uh, we figure out here that Sanji is not from the East Blue, and they ask him how can we like go up a mountain with a boat and he just goes oh it can be done that there was a one page chapter in the reverse mountain little this little uh, arc and that's going to be important later so just keep that in mind Shit. he brings that back around 800 yeah well then oh is that yeah. for uh i'll just 
I'll, 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 I'll ignore that for now. Yeah, just, just, it's just a little cool piece. And then did we uh, learn anything about Crocus here? Yeah, this is, well, we don't get Crocus until they get swallowed and then they float to the island in the middle of, like, Laboon. Because oh, there's yeah, an island yeah, yeah. inside of Laboon. Yeah. Um, And then initially, I don't think they're very uh friendly with Crocus. But then uh, they end up getting out when Crocus, like, shows them where a route out of Laboon is. There's He has, like, a back mm-hmm. entrance or some shit. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Uh, Dude, I, I kind of forgot that they got swallowed by Laboon, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that's where Crocus lives, isn't it? Like, inside yeah. of Laboon, on an island yeah. inside of Laboon. Yeah, but then he also has, like, a little lighthouse on. Yeah, that is true, before Laboon yeah. shows up. Laboon the goat, what a beauty. What a beautiful whale. Never, never, not a, not someone I expected to be an important character, to be honest. Yeah, well, honestly. Not, I wouldn't really me... consider him important, just... Well, he's important to a certain character that we get to that meet. That is true. Very important. Not someone God, I man. ever expected to come back. I expected to see Gaimon more than I expected to see Laboon. Yeah, that's just Oda being next level. Like, yeah. what, Laboon, you're bringing back a whale? Yeah. This is, uh, this is, do they get the, the log pose here? Yeah, so th- they didn't know what a log pose was before they were here. But right. before that, we get our introduction to... Miss Wednesday and Mr. Nine. Our first introduction to Baroque Works people. Oh, that's right. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. So god, this is such a good refresher, dude. Yeah, because like I haven't read this in so long. They oh, did this, this awesome. so much differently, actually, in the manga than they did in the anime. Mm-hmm. Because I remember uh in the anime, I was like I was just reading over the synopsis this morning and I, they said that, uh, like, basically the Straw Hats, like, throw them off their ship or whatever. Uh, but in the yep. anime, they go, like, they're also inside a Laboon, but they go undetected by the Straw Hats. So they don't even, like, confront each other until, like, after they're outside of Laboon. So it's not really an important change, but it's just, I was kind of confused. Uh, a little bit because they kind of changed a little bit how it was done yeah because in the the anime like mr nine like manages to just escape on his own without the straw hats noticing i remember that now and yeah he, yeah, yeah okay okay yeah which is it doesn't this happen is all, this is all coming way. back to me yeah right. it doesn't happen quite the same way in the manga uh but they basically the reason mr nine and miss wednesday are here in the first place is because they want to kill Laboon so they can feed their village. God, those assholes. How could they kill such a beautiful whale? It's kind of like, it's such a weird premise. Like, why are they in charge of going to kill, like, because of their position, why do they have to kill a whale to feed their, like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to to me. Does it to you? Mm-hmm. No, not really. That was kind of kind of little zany. I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, so after we get our introduction to all these different characters, uh we get a little bit of a backstory on why Laboon is there. 
Uh, well, actually, Dude, he's been waiting for 50 years, yeah. bro. This fucking whale, absolute dedication. So the moon comes to the Grand Line, or like he lost his pack of whales, or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, his he, family. He follows these pirates all the way to the Grand Line when he was like a baby whale. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't want to bring him onto the Grand Line because the Grand Line's dangerous. You can get eaten by a yep. Neptunian or something. Uh, so they, so they left, left him. him behind with Crocus. And isn't Crocus. I don't want to spoil this, but Crocus used to be a member of a different pirate crew. He, um, y- yes. Do we find that out in this arc? No, we don't later? find that out till much later. Okay, but doesn't and this is uh Crocus tells them that the location of the One Piece is on an island known as Laugh Tale. Correct. We find that out, don't we? Pretty I don't, sure. I, I don't know if that's that happens on this. I don't know if that happens on this part or not. Dude, I'm pretty sure it does. Because he gives like he like ex- I don't know, dude, cuz isn't it's when he's explaining about the log pose and the grand line and like how they all have different magnetic fields. Yeah. Uh, Unless I'm tri- tripping, I, I don't, don't know. I don't. It's been a long time since I've I've went over this as well, so I might. But I thought that he mentioned um, the final island is called Laughtail or Raftel, depending on the translation, uh, whatever you're reading. And then we figure out why he knows that later, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, I know Crocus ends up giving him a log pose because uh, the log pose they got from accidentally got from Miss Wednesday, Mister Nine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was broken. So yeah. then Crocus gives him a log post to the next town. Uh, and actually, I should note that this is the, in this arc is the first time that the Mary takes some substantial damage. Yeah, yeah the Mary gets fucked up. The when when they go when they go into the boon, uh, it or first it hits the boon. I'm pretty sure, and it breaks the mast off of it. Yep. And they need to fix that. And that's why they're with Crocus for that period, short period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, then they get the they get the log pose and they uh, end up taking Miss Wednesday and Mister Nine to Whiskey Peak. Uh, I this is an arc that I feel like a lot of people genuinely just forget about. It's it's a I mean, it's not extremely important. Uh, especially, are you talking about Whiskey Peak or Reverse Mountain that people forget about? Whiskey Peak. Yeah, Sorry, just yeah, so I, I, that's I'll what I'm talking about. A little bit. Yeah, yep. it's not it's not the most important arc ever, and I honestly find the at least the beginning of the Brokeworks Saga to be slightly flawed in the way that it hits us with too many characters and mm-hmm. names for those characters that really just like aren't like you can't put a name with a face because the names are numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mm, like, I, I don't know. I didn't really like the Baroque works system. Honestly. I, I like, I'm the same way. I did not enjoy the Baroque works saga, uh, specifically because I didn't like the, just the sheer, amount of characters that he just crammed in uh and like it just came a little too fast at me i think 
they just kind of seem like cannon fodder to me, to be honest. Like all the characters that were thrown in, like, I don't know. I feel like this arc especially was just a booster arc for like Zoro. Honestly, I think that's all this arc was like meant to do. And the, it the introduced saga? Vivi. Yeah. Or, no, Whiskey Peak. Oh, like, Whiskey Peak. Just this yeah. Little arc. Yeah. Well, we uh, should, we should rate, we should give a rating on, uh, on Reverse Mountain before we get into Whiskey Peak 2D. Man, dude, I I really can't give it too high of a score, but I can't give it too low of a score because it didn't do anything bad and it didn't really do anything crazy. I'm going to give it like a... I don't remember what we gave the other ones, but I think I gave Orange Town like a four, so I'm going to give this a five. I'm going to give this one a... I'm going to go a little bit higher and I'm going to give it a six uh, just because... My favorite arc later on ties into this arc very much so, uh, and I can't, you know, I can't ignore that. You know what? I'm gonna give it a six. Well, because of that, and because of uh, we get to learn the importance of Crocus and what he was talking about. That's just crazy writing. It doesn't yeah. come up. Or... And we Dude, also literally we... think that doesn't get referenced again for over a decade after this, like or like a decade in real life time. Like that's crazy. Yeah, he Oda really sticks in an insane amount of information and then brings it back up later. And I don't know how he remembers it for so long. I don't either. But it's Dude, it's pretty different. insane. Uh, all right, six for Reverse Mountain. I'm cool with that. All right, then Whiskey Peak is the next arc. Uh, then this is chapters 106 to 114 of the manga. Uh, and... In this arc, we get uh, a lot, even more Baroque Works agents, of which mm-hmm. uh, are again just numbers. And mm-hmm. it, it, it to me, it was very confusing, uh, especially because I think I accidentally skipped over this arc when I watched the anime. <laughs> it was only four episodes, I think. Yeah, so. but I accidentally <laughs> skipped over the arc when I watched the anime and. Then when I like it, it went from that arc straight to Warship Island, which is like the Apis arc, like the filler arc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "Who the hell is this?" Like, I knew the blue-haired chick was Miss Wednesday, but it was yeah. like, "Why is she with them? Like, what is what is going on now?" And yeah. there was a super confusing series of events going on there for me. But after I read it, it was a bit, bit more put together. I think. At least because yeah. I got, I understood what happened. Yeah, it throws it starts to introduce the Baroque works more, and yeah, you get to see Luffy's idiocy, and you get a pretty badass moment with Zoro. Because don't they start partying with them, and then yeah, so, Zoro pretends to be sleeping? Yeah, so they get to the island, and then uh, they meet. Uh, Igaram or Igarapi, which is his alias, Mister Eight. Also, see these people have so many different names. Like, how are you supposed to keep them straight? <laughs> yeah, uh, is he the, the like sheep looking one? Yeah, he has like the long yeah. curly looking hair. That, God, like... I hated him. Oh, he was the worst. Yeah. Oh. Well, so they get they get to this. They deliver Mister Nine and Miss Wednesday to uh, this whiskey peak town which is like mm. giant cactuses yeah popping out of the ground uh and they just for some reason they're randomly treated as heroes or whatever mm-hmm. uh and they just like 
go on a massive party and then yeah they but the party was just to try to make them drink too much and like pass out or something like that right it was kind of it was it was it wasn't to party no it was to kill them yeah but but zoro our boy zoro yeah both oh nami i forgot nami that's right yeah they both right fake passed out um and then they attack or like there's a there's a kind of a miniature war between the baroque works agents and zoro and nami uh and and zoro just bodies everybody (laughs) yeah he does i think we get a few more baroque works agents in this as well uh we get mr five and miss valentine uh, Valentine, she's the jacked lady, right? Ye, no, Valentine is uh like a smaller blonde lady. Miss, there's a Miss Monday is the jacked lady. Okay, 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 okay. And Miss Monday is, I don't know if this happens so later, but in her synopsis it says she's married to Mister Eight or Mister Nine. I don't know. That's weird. Oh, I don't know. Oh, weird. I didn't uh, know yeah. So that this is a lot going on with a lot of new characters again. Mm. Um, all all of which go by numbers or days of the week. They're kind of ass forgettable characters, to be yeah. honest with you. Like <laughs> so. I don't, I don't think Miss Valentine really shows up again at all. Mm-mm. Does she? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't recall if she does. It's been a while, but I don't, I don't believe so. Like, I can't remember her showing up again at all. Oh, but we get introduced to Mr. Five and Miss Valentine because it comes out that one of the Baroque Works agents is like undercover and not Mm -hmm. actually like they're a double agent. Yep. And we find out that those people are Igaram or Igarapi or Mr. Eight again mm. uh and miss monday or no miss wednesday yeah oh snap i so, forgot about that part too yeah and then there's the fight and then VV. i just i just need to point out that miss wednesday otherwise known as vv has the weirdest shirt ever that <laughs> has like a spiral on it that she uses to hypnotize people when she shakes her hips this is the yeah. weirdest shit ever I, I'm not gonna lie though. I loved Vivi at this point. I mean, I like once we learn more about her, I loved her. But like, God, I was gunning for her for Straw Hat for the longest time. But we'll get to that later, dude. This is where um when after Zoro destroys them all, you know, he fucks everybody up. Yeah, this is where he got like the nickname, like the Hundred Man Slayer or whatever. It was from this. Oh, arc, is it? Which I literally did not put together until right now. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I was just gonna say I did not put that together, like ever. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, just a little thing that I literally just thought about. Uh, yeah. yeah. So these Baroque work agents are going after Vivi and uh, Igaram. Uh, who, if if you're still confused, Vivi is Miss Wednesday, and mm-hmm. Igaram is, is Mister Mr. Eight. Eight. And he's the ugliest guy. Yeah, he's a oh massive like guy with like the old like judge looking hair yeah is the best way to describe it uh he's a really weird looking guy but yeah the way this arc ends is 
uh, Igaram disguises himself as Vivi, right? So this mm. big, ugly-looking guy <laughs> disguises himself as Vivi. Oh, goddamn. And uh, just so Vivi can escape, and he, like, goes out into the ocean or the, the sea or whatever it's called in One Piece and gets blasted. He gets shit on. <laughs> gets absolutely destroyed. God damn it. Uh, and then the uh, the Straw Hats make it away with Vivi and Karu, which is Vivi's duck-looking thing, and make their way to, or they leave to go mean, to Alabasta. I mean, you're talking about Karu Diuk? The goat is—is is that what it's, his last name is? Is, is Uck? <laughs> no, I just made that. Oh, up. I was gonna say like <laughs> the will of D is in a if goddamn this duck has the will of D. I was about to lose my shit, dude. Uh, Teching made a theory a long time ago about how Kaido was a duck, and it took the One Piece community by storm. I just thought about that, but goddamn it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Ka- Karu Diuk is the goat. I love that duck. We forgot to talk about it. We uh, find out about Mr. Zero in this. Uh, oh, yeah. Do we find out who and, Mr. Zero is yet? Yep. Though? In this arc, I'm, we find out who Mr. Zero is? I'm pretty sure. And they reveal how uh, Mr. Zero's real name yep. is Crocodile and yep. how he's one of the seven warlords. All right. Yeah, you're right. I remember that now. Yeah. So we get introduced. This is our second warlord, warlord that we are hearing about. The first so, one is Dracul yeah. Mihawk, and this, this one is crocodile of oh oh um we also forgot um, this is when zoro gets his first bounty is i'm pretty oh, sure is this this arc i think it was yeah that's where the hundred manslayer like thing like his the legend came from so then uh world government decided to give him a bounty yeah that's whiskey pee that makes sense also we can't forget the slight amount of comedy in this arc where luffy also wakes up after oh yeah and like after zoro and nami have basically already defeated everyone and luffy starts right. fighting zoro because zoro or luffy thinks zoro killed everyone <laughs> because he didn't they didn't make his favorite food yeah <laughs> that was hilarious just that luffy's little, little sprinkle dude luffy was comedy. rattled luffy literally was like i'm gonna kill you and then Zoro's like, you idiot. I guess if you're going to try to kill me, then I'm going to kill you. And then they just start fighting. And then, you know, Nami punches them both. And that's that's that. Yeah. Just as a bit I of... Think... Oh, never mind. A little bit not... of... oh, go ahead. I think it was a little bit of comedy. And they were also... Odo was trying to sprinkle in how close uh, Luffy and Zoro are in terms of strength. Yeah. I just guess to, so. like, sprinkle that in there a bit. That makes sense. But I think Luffy would have got shit on by Mr. One, but we'll talk about that later. But, well, yeah, I mean, Mr. One <laughs> is basically Luffy's, like, exact counter. Nemesis. Like, basically, like he would Luffy, never be. basically, like, Luffy is to NL. Yeah. Pretty much yeah, exact, for real. exact counter. Yeah. Uh, what are we, we thinking about Whiskey Peak? Well, there's a few characters... We, we we haven't introduced or one character specifically mr 13 who's like a small badger that draws pictures oh, yeah. of the straw hats yeah yeah 
um not an important character uh but wait do we get introduced to miss all sunday here not yet no not until we leave whiskey peak okay gotcha okay gotcha 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 uh when when badger dude is a bitch oh do maybe we do get miss all sunday uh no we don't get her until they leave whiskey peak and then she shows up on the boat i think it's still technically part of whiskey peak Mm -hmm. she just like shows up on the boat gotcha uh with a eternal log pose to an island close to alabasta because she wants to help them out, but she doesn't really want to help them out. She's just kind of doing whatever the hell she wants to. Yeah. Yeah, this is... The, oh, my God, dude. That's crazy. This is when we get introduced to one of my favorite characters in the whole story. Right here. Miss All Sunday. Just kind of a uh, low-key introduction to her. I know. God, dude. That's just so crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, so then... Like, they... she didn't seem important at all. Like, no, literally, not like, at all. Not at all. She God didn't seem important that. really until the end of Alabasta's, uh, like the actual Alabasta arc. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that when we get to it. Mm. Uh, but they leave with their with Karu and uh and 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 Vivi, Nefertari. Nefertari. Is it Nefertari? Yeah, I always get her last name. Yeah, screwed I, up. I, I, yeah, Nefertari. I always Nefertari, accidentally whatever. say uh, Neferpito because that's what the <laughs> the uh, Chimera Ant's name is in Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. It's too mm. close of a name, but they leave for Little Garden. Yeah, they head over to Little Garden, which I really enjoy Little Garden. What are we yeah. going to rate Whiskey Peak here? What are we thinking? What are we thinking? I didn't like you Whiskey know? Peak as much as I liked Reverse Mountain. I think I'm going to give Whiskey Peak only a 5. I'm going to give it a 5.5 because we're introduced to a lot of characters that I really liked. I, like, I yeah. really end up liking a lot. I'm a big fan of Crocodile as a character. I'm a big fan of Miss All Sunday. Crocodile's a woman, by the way, that was changed into a man. Just theory out there. I believe yeah. in the theory now after I read it. I- I also believe in the theory. I'm a huge proponent proponent of that theory. I think it'd be fucking <laughs> hilarious if that was true. That would oh be so God. clown. That would be so clown. I'm gonna give it a five point five. I think it's a little worse than Reversed Mountain, but I didn't mind it. Some also some good introductions. I think Reverse Mountain's introductions yeah. were they held a little stronger throughout the story. So I'll give it a five point five. Yeah. Overall, Half with with the beginning of Alab with Alabas as a whole, really. I just found myself getting really confused with all the different names and remembering who the hell is who mm. and just the pure number of people that were introduced is a lot right. to take in. Um, I just want to say something. No one, none of the Baroque Works people saw Sanji yet. Oh, so, yeah. Baroque Works knows who everyone is besides Sanji. Just putting that out there. That, when that, we talk about Alabasta. That comes into play, especially in the next <laughs> arc, actually, in Little Garden. That already comes into that's, play. Yeah, that's one of my that's one of my favorite uh Sanji moments is with this whole little shtick going on here. Yeah, so Little Garden let's just hop right into Little Garden then, which is Let's do it. Chapters one fifteen to one twenty nine. 
the I'm, prehistoric island of Little Garden. Yeah, and I'm just going to throw this out here. Originally, at the beginning of Little Garden, I thought it was another filler arc when I was watching the anime. I, I, did, I, I did too. I also did. Because especially I, the way it started with, uh, like, they get to this island and then Sanji and Zoro kind of make a competition to see who's going to get the most meat or kill the biggest like dinosaur to bring back. Dude, I love that. This is the start of their rivalry. It happens right here in little garden. This is the first time we see them like bickering and like trying to outdo each other. Love it. Love it. Love to see it. It's just such a, it's they, they, he really sets it up as some mm-hmm. seemingly something that would be so unimportant of an arc. Yeah, he, he does. And it, I like I like this arc a lot. I to be honest, I really do. I really like this arc too. This is going to be a, quite a high rating for me. I think. Same. I, I, I really God. like this arc. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, well. after they get to Little Garden, they kind of split up into teams or uh, to go like get materials and food and other stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and wait for their log pose to change. Nami and Usopp are left on the ship. Bragi shows up. Bragi and chops off a dinosaur or chops off like a T-Rex's head in front of yep. him. Yep. And then Bragi <laughs> wants to like sh- be nice to the little people that just showed up on the island. Mm-hmm. But Usopp and Nami are thinking that he's just going to eat them. Yeah. God, Bragi's just oh, what a terrific guy. And we should put out well, here that uh bragi is giant He's a giant yeah a giant from elbath we get introduced to our third race in one piece right here with the giants so our first race is humans obviously what's humans. our second race fishmen oh yeah fishmen i forgot about the fishmen and then giants and the giants yeah do we meet dory yeah. or bragi first actually i we meet i'm pretty sure nami and Usopp meet brog they meet bragi i'm pretty pretty sure Oh, actually, well, it's, they probably meet him at the same, like, Vivi and Luffy meet Dory. Yes. And they probably meet him at yeah. pretty close to the same time. Yeah, Vivi and Luffy meet Dory, Nami Nusa meet Bragi. Yes. Uh, yes. So, basically, I these, think. yeah, these two, these two giants are on this island, Little Garden, just battling it out for the last hundred years, <laughs> duking it out whenever the volcano erupts. They, they go and they fight. They go and fight until they both can't fight anymore. And then when the volcano erupts again, they go and fight again. The yep. last hundred years, every day, they just keep keep doing it over and over and over. And they do not even remember why they are doing this until yep. later in the arc. Uh, we get like kind of a flashback kind of thing on why they did it. Yep. We'll wait until later in the arc to explain that. Cause then some broke work bastards show up. Yes, we get a f- we get introduced to even more broke works people. Uh, j- just when you thought there couldn't possibly be any more broke works people named after numbers, we get a few oh, more. more. Well, we only get yeah. one new number this arc, and that's Mister Three, who has the yep. ugliest haircut in the world. <laughs> it's a three. <laughs> it's literally a freaking three on his top of his head. Like, that's yeah. impressive, honestly, to be able to get a haircut honestly, like that. 
it is. It is. I actually didn't mind Mr. 3, to be honest. No, I didn't mind Mr. Wait. 3 either, but Mr. 3 is actually a decently important character. Yeah. Yeah, he ends up coming back, actually, yeah. now that I think about it. Once but the Baroque Works guys uh, plan to kill the uh, Elbaf warriors, the giants, because they have uh, both have $100,000 bounties on their heads. Mm-hmm. As well as kill the straw hat pirates because that's what they were sent Wait, to isn't it a hundred million don't they have a hundred million oh yeah did, what did i say hundred thousand hundred thousand it's a hundred million wait yeah but mr three says decides they're gonna kill both those and the straw hats to get the bounties mm-hmm. and the then, wax waxed fruit yeah right? so yeah he has mr three has a wax wax fruit which is a logia fruit isn't it uh no i think it's Paramecium. Is it a paris? Is it a paramecium? I'm pretty sure because he can like turn his body into wax. Yeah, but like dude, his body I... isn't always wax. He turns it into wax. Yeah, that would mean he's a paramecia. What? I thought. Yeah. See if I can find. Luffy's him. a paramecia. Like, no. Yeah, I think he's a paramecia. Let me see if I can find it on here quick. Luffy's Dude, a paramecia. I don't know. I, there's uh, a fine line between like a paramecia and a logia. It sometimes. is a paramecia type devil fruit. Yes, sir. Huh, interesting. I Dude, get honestly, confused. not a bad fruit. No, Not a it's bad not. fruit. If, if I ate this, I wouldn't be mad about it. So he can like make wax from his body. Mm. Kind of. Yeah. No, don't. And there's also that chick who like couldn't... Can, can, like she can control colors. Yeah, it's that's Miss Golden, Golden Week. Week. That's with like some. I don't know. I don't. Did she eat a fruit though? Or I thought that was just like some color thing she did. Like she just drew something. I don't think she I, has a devil fruit. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm pretty this, sure she doesn't have a devil fruit. I don't think she does. This I was really. I don't really care about Marianne. That bitch. She can chill out. Uh huh. You. She gets some cover stories though. She does. Same. She does get some cover stories. <laughs> that is right. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, they duke it out. Yeah, but uh, before or like during one of the battles of or before, so Usopp and Nami are thinking they're going to eat get eaten by uh, Bragi. Uh, so they give him like this thing of beer to like make him not. My God, I forgot about this. And then the beer explodes after he drinks it. But then he thinks, or no, this is for, it was like Dory gives Bragi the beer. or No, Bragi gives Dory the beer or something like that. Yeah. But it's the Straw Hats beer. And then Dory gets injured from an exploding crate of beer. Uh Uh-huh. And then they go and fight, but Bragi doesn't realize that Dory is injured in this fight. Right, because Mr. Five fucked with Yeah, Mr. Five has, like, a power to, like, make explosions or something. That's the double fruit he has. Yeah. Actually, before we get into that, when uh, Usopp, or when Bragi is explaining why they're battling... This is where Usopp gets his inspiration of being a great warrior of the sea, I'm pretty sure. Yes, it is. It is. That's, that's why From I Bragi. really like this. This is yep. where Usopp finally gets a bit of inspiration. 
from a from a giant, and then Usopp ends up actually befriending some other giants later on uh, in a more important situation. But I thought I should probably throw that in there before we talk Dude, about I'm... what Mister Three, Mister Five, and Miss Golden Week do. Yeah, yeah. So Bragi ends up striking down Dory and kill what we think. He, we, we think he killed him. Yeah, we thought that he, he was dead and murked his ass. Uh, 100-year battle's over. Yeah, but then Mr. Three interferes and ends up capturing Zoro, Nami, and Vivi in yep. a giant candle. Yep, a big-ass candle. And he slowly turns them into candles. Yep. <laughs> that part was so goofy. That was me. such a weird... <laughs> such a weird arc dude this whole fight with them was just kind of fucking weird to me like i don't know it didn't really it, i don't know it felt just weird i didn't really like it yeah so they're imprisoned in there and then usopp and nam wait usopp karu and luffy are not mm-hmm. imprisoned and no nope. sanji's out doing something else and we'll get to that in a bit yep is i think this is where Luffy is like tr- trying to he gets, save hip- him. He gets hypnotized. Yeah, right? he. Yeah. She like missed. Uh, Golden Week draws things, draws like color writing on Luffy's back, and basically, I think there's one time he like makes him laugh, and one time he just makes him so he doesn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Usopp shoots him with like a fireball and destroys his shirt. Yep. So then. He doesn't have that problem anymore. Flame Star. Oh, yeah. A goat. Then he breaks the candelabra, the big yep. candle, and then they mm-hmm. just start turning the candles faster. Yep. <laughs> Speeds up the process. God damn it. Super genius. Mr. Three makes himself a candle mech as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then is quickly defeated by Luffy. Yeah. But and then... Wait, 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 wait. Don't... Hold on, I'm forgetting how this goes. So, isn't doesn't Karu D Uk fucking beast up here and like Karu run the rope D. around it? Uk. Run the rope Karu around D. Uk? The, the big candle. Isn't uh, possibly. And I then like remember. they. All I then... know is be, before before Luffy and like Usopp and Karu start doing shit, Zoro's gonna cut his own legs legs off. Yeah, he's about to. Fight, to yeah. yeah, which is straight savage. I thought Zoro's my favorite character. Zoro's a fucking beast. The beauty. Yeah, absolute madness. Dude, AK, you gotta go to WT100 and vote for your favorite uh, One Piece character because the next um, favorite character poll is coming out. Damn, I gotta vote for Bon Clay. <laughs> yeah, you do. He's coming up <laughs> yes, in the you... next arc. Maybe, no, not the next arc. The arc after, I think. before, Right before Alabasta. But Bon yeah, Clay's but a beast. This was... This was a really cool Zoro moment. He was literally about to cut his legs off. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, so this is all going down. And this is at the same time Sanji's just kind of chilling in a wax hut that Mr. Three made. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Zero, or Crocodile, calls him on the snail. Yep. Because the snails are telephones. I don't know if we've established that yet. I don't. Ex- do you remember exactly how this goes down with Sanji? I gotta think. Oh, gotta he think, get, yeah. he gets a call from Crocodile, uh, who thinks he's Mister Three, 
and then told him to go to Alabasta, yes. but then yep. he's actually wants Mr. Three to like go to Alabasta so someone else can intercept him and kill Mr. Three. Mm-hmm. Also, there's Mr. Mr. Thirteen and like a bird thing like catch Sanji on the phone. Yeah. And then Sanji just bodies him. Uh and then yeah, that kind of happens at the same time uh that they're fighting with Mr. 3 and uh Mr. 5 Usopp ends up getting Mr. 5 with a with a Tabasco with a Tabasco star because he's yeah, immune, the to his, <laughs> immune to his exploding stars, so he hits him with the Tabasco star. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And then Zoro has Zoro has to take over. Dude, the Tabasco star, OP. It comes back in uh, Dress Rosa. Just saying. Oh my no god. Cap. No cap. It the literally Tabasco star. Tabasco star comes back, and it's the whole reason he's called God Usopp now. The just God wait for up. it, baby. God damn just it. wait for it. God damn it. I love it. I love it so much. Not yeah. Already. Karu defeats Miss Golden Week. Taru! Karu Diuk is we're going to name him now, I guess. Forever. Karu's, He'll Karu's always be Karu Diuk. My boy. I'm going to get a tattoo of Karu Diuk on my butt cheek. No mm-hmm. cap. I swear to God. It's coming. Doesn't Sanji get uh a log pose from from where they were from that hut or something how do they get their log pose because their log pose is supposed to like stay there for a long time the eternal pose oh did they get an eternal pose didn't didn't miss all sunday give them the eternal pose luffy uh... broke it remember oh oh that's right luffy did break it where the hell oh, did they it was, get this? It one? was sent. It was sent from the bird and the badger looking thing brought it, oh, and that's, that's why Sanji yeah. beat their asses. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Okay, that's right. And then they get the God, I love of Alabasta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But while exiting, we can't forget before they get onto their boat. Super small detail: Nami gets bit by a bug. Yes. Oh, super small. Oh. That's right. Dude, this is bringing back so much shit I forgot about. I'm so happy we're doing these episodes. God damn it. That's right. Super small detail. Nami gets bit by a bug when before they're getting onto their boat. Um, mm-hmm. And then Dory. Well, we we, I, we got to bring Dory back into the picture, right? We do. Yeah. Dude, so there's so much to go over in this shit, man. These... <laughs> These things, these arcs are so dense with information. I know. They with really very are. Very important information at that, too. They're just extremely yes. dense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dory is not dead. Okay? No. We thought he was dead because Bragi struck him down with a giant axe. But it turns out they've been fighting for so long that their ac- his axe was dull enough that it just knocked him out. Yep. Instead of, like, killed him. Dude, so he didn't die. My mind is just blown right now because, like, I literally this is how Usopp gets his idea to become a great warrior of the seas from these giants, and then he meets Dorian Bragi, and then I'm just remembering right now when Eni's lobby. This has a huge part with Usopp talking to that jo- 
Dude, this is wild. This gives me a whole newfound respect for the beginning of One Piece. Sorry, yeah, I just had an epiphany. Sorry to go intense. on a tangent. It's wild. It's There's crazy. so much information, so much important information in these, like the, especially in uh, Reverse Mountain. You not as much as there is in Little Garden, but right, he's hitting you with so much at the same time so much. that you don't yes. e- at the at the time you don't even realize it's important. Right. Do we get anything with Vivi here? Uh, not in particular. She's just okay. kind of stuck. She's just kind of along for the ride. She's stuck right. with Zoro and Nami. Yeah, Vivi's kind of just along through the ride. Uh, gotcha. But I mean, the Baroque Works people are trying to kill Vivi, which is kind of why they're mm-hmm. there. Yeah, but she doesn't really Dorian, do anything. And Dorian Bragi mend the hundred year feud. Yeah, and we find out why their feud is is a thing. And it's because yeah. they both killed the Sea King, and one was more like girthy, and the other one was longer. <laughs> yeah. and, which is the same problem that Sanji <laughs> and Zoro had. Yep. <laughs> so they go on a hundred year oh. fighting spree. That's so funny. And they get they get like shunned from their island because of it, and then they end up on Little Garden. Yep. And you gotta. Uh, I don't think back. it's. In, uh, I'll I'll skip out on what what Dorian Bragi why or how they're there and who they are because I think that doesn't come until we get to Water Seven. Yep. Yeah. That's that's later. But uh, yeah. They we actually you know it's pretty interesting. I think Elbaf is actually going to be the next uh story arc after Wano. I feel like I'm really sure. gonna like Elbaf. I feel like he has big plans for Elbaf. I think, yeah, uh, Oda already confirmed that uh, that is going to be the Shanks arc in Elbath. Oh, is it? Yep. It's going to be a big arc. I'm excited big. for that. I'm going to have oh, to catch God. up. I'm on chapter 650-ish right now. I'm almost to the end of Fishman Island. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's some good stuff. Do you Have you have they mentioned Joy Boy yet? Uh, yes, they have mentioned Joy Boy. Oh. That's huge. That's huge. All right, dope. They Sorry. only said Joy okay, Boy once. All it says is who's Joy Boy, but we'll 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 move uh, on so we don't get into spoilers for later. In right, the right, right. Uh, God damn. But we get another problem when they're trying to leave the island of Little Garden. There's a mm-hmm. massive goldfish that eats every ship that leaves Little Garden, and takes huge poops. Yeah, the size of islands. So, up? <laughs> <laughs> so to get off this talk. island, uh, Dorian Bragi's tell him to just sail straight, straight into the mouth of this thing. Mm-hmm. And then Dorian Bragi actually just body this giant goldfish. Yeah, that was lit. And that's that how they, tight. that's the, that's the arc of Little Garden. I love this arc. I also really like this arc. Like, uh, dude, I, oh my God. Like, you get Usopp's, that's his thing now. That's his goal. Sanji's is to find the all-blue. Luffy's is to be the Pirate King. Zoro's is to be, you know, number one swordsman. And Usopp's is to be a great warrior of the seas. Isn't Sanji from the North Blue? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Because that's where, I can't remember his name. The guy that goes to Jaya and Skypiea, but that's for... Yes, yep, he is from the North Blue. That's for a different thing. Again, that's that comes up later. Everything connects. Everything. It's hard to talk about 
this yeah. in order because everything is important and you just don't realize it yet. God. So then we get that. We get we get to figure out about Elbaf. We get to figure out about Dorian Bragi, and that comes up later in Eni's lobby, which I forgot about. And so much shit, man. What a good arc. I like this. This is a great arc. I'm going to give this an 8, I think. I'm going to give it higher, though. Uh, dude, I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. Uh, I that's reasonable because it's hard to like put it up there with the greats of one piece of right. in terms of arcs but it's it's a very important arc Dude, ra- ranking one piece is just hard because th- there's not a bad arc they're all good you just have to like choose from the good ones basically because some yeah. are a lot better than others i don't know it probably also depends which one of your characters are more favorited yeah because yeah. Like I ranked, uh, what Reverse Mountain a little bit higher because I really like Thriller Bark, mm-hmm. and that's not until not for another couple hundred chapters even. Yeah, and you may not think that those two would really connect that much, but they they do a lot. Mm-hmm. They they really do. So you gave it a seven and a half, and I gave it. I gave a, it a seven and a half. I gave it an eight, and that's for Little Garden. I really, Gal, I, I, I got it. I wish we could get some more like One Piece, uh, you know, One Piece YouTubers and some people in the One Piece community. And because I would love to hear their takes on like some of these arcs to see like what they would rate them. I don't know. I just would be interesting. But it's, yeah, it's sorry. really hard to rank. It is, but like I give these. it a seven and a half. I think it's the strongest one out of everything in Alabasta thus far. Mm-hmm. I would agree. It's definitely. Definitely my favorite pre-actual Alabasta arc in Alabasta. Like, the, it's Stronger. my favorite of the leading up arcs into yeah. the actual Alabasta arc. Stronger than Drum Island, in my opinion. Yeah, which is the next arc in Alabasta, which is chapters 115. No, that's Little Garden. This is chapters 130 to 154, Drum mm-hmm. Island. And the only reason we go to Drum Island is because I had, when I mentioned, don't forget that Nami is bitten by a bug. That damn bug bite, bro. So Nami Nami gets extremely sick, but they're in a time crunch. They can't stop for a doctor. Right. Oh, we forgot. They, uh, we should have mentioned that they wanted Crocus to be their doctor. Yeah, they did. In Reverse Mountain, they they, they asked Crocus to join their team, mm-hmm. but he That's refused. Right. Uh, not so like they he was don't a doctor, have a doctor on a different pirate crew or anything. But... No, not like <laughs> one of the not like one of the best pirate crews ever or anything. But no, no, no big deal, no big deal. But so yeah, they don't Nami have a doctor yet. Sick. Yeah, and Nami is sick. She has a very high fever and is not doing too hot. So they have to stop at another island along the way, and that is Drum Island. But before mm-hmm. we get to Drum Island, Wapple and his king or and his <laughs> and his crew like attack the Straw Hats when they're out at sea, and we see Wapple's yeah. devil fruit in in use here. Yeah. And he eats the part of the Mary. Yeah, yep. Yeah. He takes a chomp out of the Mary. 
I, I, I hate Wapple. I think he might be the worst villain in the whole show. To Wapple, be honest. One no, Clahador or King or yeah, Kuro's by far the worst. Okay, Kuro is the worst, and Wapple's probably second worst. Yeah. Give me Axan Morgan over those two. Uh, Anyways, Axan Morgan is so like unimportant. He just sucks. He just sucks. <laughs> oh man, this is the first villain, so. Yeah. You think the first villain would be a little bit more, re- re- like you could remember it a little better, but not right. so much. Right. Just and kind then of a Luffy just kicked. Luffy just kicks Wapple's ass, right? Like right off the jump here. Yeah, he sends Wapple Luffy. flying into the sea. He just punches him after he eats the jump, yeah. Mary, and yeah. then they have to go <laughs> get Wapple out of the sea. Uh. And then they're back on their way to Drum Island. Uh, and then Dalton doesn't oh, let him Dalton. on to Drum Island, uh, because like they have problems, they have mm-hmm. some government problems, uh, yep. and they like stake them out. Drum Island is a giant, uh, or not a giant; it's a small island, but it's a a winter island. Yep. So it's a snowy island, a winter island. Yeah. So they don't want to let him on, but then they see that they really need help. And then Dalton allows him on and brings him to a town. And then we get the story that Wapple is actually the king of Drum Island. Mm -hmm. Like the worstest king ever and had the weirdest rule with doctors. He only allowed the best 20 doctors to remain on the island. This comes into such a weird play later. When Dude, when we get when we get Chopper's this. arc, but yeah. uh, so right now Wapple obviously he's a we just we just saw him uh, he was just punched into the sea by Luffy so mm-hmm. he obviously isn't the king there anymore right so he also doesn't have any of his doctors there so all mm-hmm. we have is one doctor who is Doctor Kareha. Dr. Kareha, what a beauty. Who's known as a witch. Dude, Dr. Kareha's an absolute beauty. Love oh that. my Love goodness, that she's a smoke show. <laughs> absolute smoke show. Isn't she like 114 or something? Dude. Just absolutely, she's so old. Yeah, she's old as dirt. But bro, we can't, gla- we can't gloss over the fact that a powerful pirate she's named Blackbeard attacked the country. Oh yeah, that's why Wapple, Wapple left. Dude, what the fuck? I did not know Blackbeard was introduced this early. First, literally did not remember that at all. Just put that together now. Oh my god. Yeah, that's, that's why unreal. that's why Wapple left the country. Yeah. Holy fuck. That's crazy. That's wild. And he brought yeah. everyone from his from his uh government out to sea with him as his pirate crew, including the doctors. Yep. And left yep. Dalton. Dalton stayed behind because he's he's a he's a homebody. He wants to wants to lead the lead the lead the city or the the, hey, the nation. But Dalton's a good this guy. This is the first. Dalton's a great guy, and he's the first uh, zone devil fruit that we get to see in the series. Is Dalton's? Yes, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, kind of. Because we see, do we see Chopper? Or Dalton use his devil fruit uh, first. Uh Oh, that's, that's a good question. That's a good question. I don't remember. But yeah. So, so then we figure out that um, 
they need to Luffy. What are the mountains called? Yeah, they need to get up to the mountain or the top of the mountain where Doctor Kareha lives, uh, in Drum Castle, uh, which the is on the highest Rockies. part of the Drum Rockies. Yeah, five thousand meter mountain. This is one of my favorite Luffy moments actually in the whole entire story. So on the way up there, they get attacked by giant. Uh, so Luffy. Sanji and not they're carrying Nami up there and then they get attacked by giant rabbits Sanji gets injured during that so Luffy has yep. to carry Nami and Sanji and remember mm-hmm. Luffy's wearing shorts and a and a cutoff shorts and a cutoff yeah in a winter climate and he brings he carries Sanji with his teeth and Nami like on his back yep. and he climbs up the mountain with his hands and 5,000 t- meters, dude, that is such frozen a good moment. cliff. It's literally straight up and down cliff. And he climbs yeah. all the way up the mountain. And Dude, the panels where his fingers are just like bleeding and his toes are bleeding and he just keeps going. And like every now and then he'll slide back down. Oh, that was such a good Luffy moment. That's a, That was a one of the, this is probably the best part of the <laughs> Drum Island arc. Oh, oh, 100%. Easily. So he gets to the top of the mountain, and then we get introduced to Chopper and Dr. Kareha mm-hmm. when he collapses on the mountain, and Luffy's, like, extremely frostbitten. And then, Chopper saves him from falling back down. Yeah, and then they yeah. cure, or they're working on curing Nami, and Sanji and uh, Luffy are, like, recovering. And then mm-hmm. we get a bit of get a bit of a backstory on Chopper, who's a reindeer. and Who ate? the the hito no me yeah the human human fruit and he the he has human, a, human a zone fruit. fruit so he can like have human characteristics i guess and he has a bunch of different transformations raccoon dog yeah chopper raccoon dog reindeer blue nose reindeer he's discriminated as a blue nose reindeer <laughs> a little bit of an homage to red rudolph the red nose reindeer yeah yeah Chopper is an outcast from a fucking reindeer. <laughs> yep, and he's originally with Dr. Hareluck, which becomes more important in the later parts of this arc. But then Wapple decides he wants to come back. God and damn it, Wapple. Then there's a fight in Drum Castle where basically Wapple eats his people and then turns them into like a weird mech thing. It's like a really, really weird fight. He yeah, shoots down Dr. Uh, he shoots down, is it Hairlux like, pirate flag? And then oh, Luffy's sorry, back. What's that? Yes, it's Hairlux. It's, my phone is just ringing, sorry. Oh. But yeah, he shoots down Hairlux pirate flag, and Luffy just eats it. Because it's, 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 yeah, it's Luffy. It's what he does. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful moment, actually. It actually is a good one. Then Luffy punches Wapple, and it's like one of those scenes where he hits him so hard they fly into the sky, and then it's like the the star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, dude, Wapple just sucks so bad. <laughs> like, yeah, he's just dude, not he... good. Oh, oh man! So they defeat Wapple. But the uh, Rumble Balls. Yeah, that's how Chopper, Chopper takes can these power called... up, basically. Yeah, Rumble Balls, and he can power up. Yeah, yeah. They want they want Chopper to be part of the crew after that, and then we get more Chopper's backstory. We get more Chopper's backstory kind of in the middle of this whole thing, and we see 
why Chopper wants to be a doctor so bad because Hair Look like mm-hmm. saved him after he was shot because he was shunned. Yep. And then Hair Look te- taught him to be a doctor, but then Hair Look was gonna die in ten days. Yep. And Chopper goes to find a all curing mushroom basically and makes a soup for Hair Look and has Hair Look eat it, but it's actually mm-hmm. a mushroom that kills you in like forty eight hours. Yep. And then oh, God. Hairlook finally figures out how he can save all like so at this time they basically put a ploy out to like basically scan or like f- trick Hairlook into coming to the mm-hmm. capital to try to save all the doctors because Wapple says all the doctors are sick. Yep. So Hairlook being the nice guy he is who sucks at being a doctor by the way <laughs> like he screws everything up. Yeah, goes to the castle. Goes to the castle, and then gets mowed down. To because he's trying to be a nice guy, but he was actually gonna die anyways because Chopper gave him the thing. A bad mushroom. That was actually a really uh, powerful moment when Here Look is sitting in front of Wapple, and he's like gives that speech about like when do you think a person dies. Mm-hmm. Is it like when their heart stops beating? Is it when they're shot by a cannon? No, it's like when they're forgotten. I really liked that moment, to be honest. That gave me chills when I first watched it. This was a this. Uh, I like I I enjoyed parts of this. I think the only reason I really don't like Chopper that much is because I really hated the voice actor for Chopper. The yeah, the English voice Chop- actor. It's just kind of I really thought it found it annoying. I kind of find him annoying, and he just, like, really, dude, he doesn't have, like, a shining moment like the rest of the crew does. Not like, at all. Really, he never really does once. He does, well, he has a part in Eni's Lobby that I found pretty impactful. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, it's, yeah. it's fairly I get... short. And right. And, it's not quite I the mean, same. I mean, he's there for some, like, comedic relief every now and then, yeah. but I don't know. I kind of think it's funny how, like, him and Zoro end up being, like, boys loki people <laughs> ship zoro and chopper and i think that's fucking clown that's hilarious <laughs> but yeah um yeah uh hair look wants that's... to save all these doctors by showing them uh like cherry blossoms but it's they're in a winter island so you can't show them cherry blossoms right oh uh, that's right dude. because the cherry blossoms in the snow i forgot about that yeah oh because he said awesome. that someone was saved from cherry blossoms long ago when he was like on their when they were on their deathbed which i was assuming what he was talking about himself yeah so then oh. he tried to mimic cherry blossoms and he finally came up with like how to do it mm-hmm and then he goes up to try to save all these doctors with cherry blossoms, which doesn't really make a lot of sense anyways. Um, yeah, <laughs> but whatever. But It's simple. But he it's gets, symbolism. Yeah, he gets blown up and dies. And then that, yeah. that brings us back to the present time. Yeah, and there's a big old cherry blossom kabang. Yep. Dude. You know what it was with this arc, why it felt weird? It's because there were some really good moments, but in between, there was really nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Wapple... We, at I, the, I don't know. At the end of this arc, uh, we get our first introduction to the the Will of D, I think. Oh, that's Dr. right. Dr. Kareha right. knows Kareha about... Knows. Yes, oh my god, that's right, that's that's right. Dr. Kareha knows about the Will of D, and she's 
when I she finally hears now. Monkey's uh, Luffy's full name, Monkey D. Luffy. Yeah. Yep. She was like, okay. And then we hear that it's this is when we uh the first time we hear that it's Gold D. Roger, not Gold Roger. Yeah. That's right, dude. That was awesome. That was an awesome moment. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. So then, uh, finally, Chopper decides yep. he'll join the join the join the Straw Hats. Let's go. But then Kareha tells Chopper. him he can't go. But then he goes yep. anyways. Yeah, she was like baiting him and testing yeah. him to see like how much he really wanted to go. That's the gist of the of the Drum Island arc. The introduction um, to my least favorite Straw Hat. Yeah, and but at the end of the arc, don't we get a brief, uh, like a panel of uh, Ace actually? Like, oh yeah, right at be, the end of the arc. Poster, right? Well, no, we're sure. supposed to. He gives a he gives Dalton a message, uh, t- to say oh, to Luffy yes, that yes. like to meet him in Alabaster or something. Right, and then we find out that he's hunting Blackbeard, and Blackbeard was briefly there, and that's what started this whole shebang. Oh my God, I so forgot. That's about where we. That. That's where we get our first intro to Porcus D Ace as well. Another right, right. D character. Oh my God, a lot that's crazy. Yeah. These, all these. This is gonna be such a long episode. All of these, all these arcs are so packed with such like they have so it's so dense with information right because like if we were doing a read through like and we hadn't read the rest of the story we could cruise through them but knowing as much as we know now it makes it so much more dense with information that we wouldn't even have thought about which is just crazy oh damn why a lot going on in all these hey uh but wapple makes wapple metal which um comes up later and it's yeah because he lands on a random island after punch or after luffy punches yeah. him right yeah because luffy comes back a up later, like that. Or later punches him to a, a nice uh island yeah because i'm sure luffy just knows that like like kuma <laughs> did by the way <laughs> yeah fucking kuma absolute beauty well what do you give what do you give uh drum island overall uh, I think I'm gonna give Drum Island a seven, six and a half, six and a half. Like I'm, I'm gonna give half. it a six five. I'm gonna give it a six five. Same page on that one, then. Dude, this this like literally this arc could have been a lot better if they would have done some better things with it, and because like I did like a lot of parts in it, I just thought it was kind of slow and I didn't really care about Chopper. But yeah, I really some of the moments were good. I really dislike Chopper as a character. He's my least favorite Straw Hat. I just think he's not really necessary. He just kind of bugs yeah. me being there sometimes. Yeah, it's just like we added a second Usopp, but a worse one. Stupid raccoon dog. So we both give but, Drum Island a six and a half. But Usopp's a fantastic character. Usopp's great, but Chopper isn't. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true all right all right six five for drum island so now we get to we're we're an hour and 10 minutes in right now and we're just getting to Dude, there's a lot to talk about man it and is alabasta it is. is pretty much as long as the rest of the arcs combined combined yeah. alabasta yeah. is 155 to 217 
trappers. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do our best to cover everything. If we miss something, forgive us. There's a lot to unpack in Alabasta, man. A whole yes, bunch. Yes, there is. But before we get to Alabasta, we get our introduction to our fav- my favorite character in One Piece. The... Oh, yes. He's Mr. Two. Mr. Two. Bonclay. Oh, I love that. Movie. Yeah, Mr. I Two somehow that. ends up on the Straw Hat ship on their way to Alabasta. Mm-hmm. And then... Okay, so this is another part where Sanji doesn't show his face at all because he's inside cooking. So he, like, yeah. doesn't even, like, no, still no one on a Baroque works know what Sanji looks like at this point. Dude, Sanji is really just clutching up. Yeah, okay. but, so Mr. Two's ability, somehow he ends up on the, on the, on the going Mary. Yeah. And his ability is to be able to touch a person's face and be able to mimic their entire body and what they look mm-hmm. like right so basically they become really they become friends with bon clay very fast because bon clay is the yeah. goat obviously even though he's on yeah. the other side luffy loves him they ask him to join his i'm pretty sure luffy asked him to join his crew at one point there possibly sure. i'm not exactly yeah. i don't exactly remember but then bon clay ends up yeah. getting back on his ballerina ship and they end up putting cloths on their arm to distinct from bon clay's version of them yeah, and themselves right. uh which comes back up later uh so then we get to we make it to the island of alabasta and we go to nanohana where we actually see ace and captain yeah. smoker we get yeah we get in well we already got introduced to ace but we actually get to see ace and luffy interact they like blow a huge hole in the wall yeah, when they're eating at that uh, yeah. restaurant. I Doesn't Ace, that, like, yeah. fall asleep when he's eating, too? Yes, in the middle of eating, and then he just wakes <laughs> up and keeps going. <laughs> so dumb. I actually really like Ace. I really like Ace, man. He's a goofy, fun character. He's pretty funny. Like, like, not liked, guys. Sorry. I like Ace. Sorry. Sorry. No past tense there. It was an accident. Yes. So, they get food at the bar, and then Smoker happens, and then... Luffy runs away with a bunch of meat, but uh, doesn't even see Ace. I don't think. Mm-hmm. There's like they run away from Captain Smoker. Dota, Smoker, and Ace. They end up uh, duking it out, and they, neither of them can they do, do anything because it's just against fire. Yeah, not a yeah. lot you can do two lo- two logias against each other. Yep. Captain Smoker has the smoke, smoke fruit, and Ace has the fire, fire fruit. Is that what's called? Yep. The flame, flame fruit. Flame, flame fruit. So then, this is where they t- Luffy tells them that Ace is his brother, and then they meet mm-hmm. Ace at the ship, don't they? Or something yeah. like that. And yep. then Ace gives him a piece of paper, which is like the paper that you can tell whether or like the paper card. Yeah, it it tells, yep. it points to where the person is, and it like slowly deteriorates if the person is like dying, mm-hmm. which is a cool. And it can also tell you where they are. Cause if you, yeah, because if they put it in your hand, it'll start moving in the direction of where the person is. Mm-hmm. A little cool thing. That's kind of that's honestly pretty creative uh, on Oda's part to come up with something like that. Yep. Uh, and also at this point in the story, uh, Vivi sends Karu, which is her duck, Karu Diuk. Karu uh, Diuk. 
sends him sends Karu to the capital with a message because Karu is very fast and wants to run in a straight line to the capital. But the rest of them have to travel across the desert. Yeah, and then we get to see Ace like just big dick the straw hats and blow up like seven gigantic ships with a fire fist. That was pretty cool. Yes, Ace did do that. Flexed on a big time. Um. Also, the when they dock, they come across the Kung Fu Dugongs. The Dugongs, bro! I love the Dugongs. I love them so and much. And then dude. Luffy beats them up. Yeah. Then Luffy beats up the Dugongs, and yeah. they end up uh, like ma- basically making Luffy their master or like their teacher. Yeah. But then Chopper makes him leave by bribing him. With yeah. Food. Yeah, and then they go to the town, and then they make make they have to make their way across the desert. Mm-hmm. And then birds steal all their shit because Luffy's an idiot. God damn it! Yeah. And Fucking then they Luffy. they kill a giant lizard and eat it. Introduced to more Baroque Works agents in a cafe. Those being all of one through five, and isn't it all of one through five? It's Mister One. Golden I, I I don't really remember this part to be honest with you. It's it's a pretty short part. We get our introduction to Mr. Four and Miss Merry Christmas. Miss Merry oh, Christmas is God. the most annoying mofo in the whole series. Oh my is that the spiky chick? No, that's uh that's Miss Goldenfinger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas is like oh, the, the mole chick. One. Yeah, the mole girl. Yeah, okay. Yep. She sucks. Yeah, she does. God damn it. Um, but we get introduced to those guys at the cafe, the Straw Hats make their way to Yuba where they, where they meet, uh, Koza's dad. Yeah. The only remaining, the only remaining citizen of Yuba Mm -hmm. digging. And then he finally, you get a little bit of backstory on Vivi and Koza and all such. That was so sad. Yeah, it was really sad. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, goddamn. That and, was actually a heavy part. I kind of forgot about that. And we learned that Koza is the leader of the rebel army, which I don't even think we've explained that this that so Crocodile has basically taken over the government kind of with yep. Baroque works. Mm-hmm. And the rebel army or he Crocodile like has framed the king for for like using rain powder, which like makes it yep. rain, but it also steals rain from other places. So uh-huh. a rebel army is formed, and Koza is the leader of the rebel army, who used to be great friends with Vivi and love the king, who is mm-hmm. Vivi's dad. Yeah. So that's kind of all that backstory in a small period or in a few sentences. The best I could Koza's, do. It. Yeah, yeah. So Crocodile's a little scumbag just slid in there. He got his grubby little paws paws on the whole kingdom like a little snake yep they leave there is this yeah. where they don't find... we find out that uh is like digging and then crocodile just keeps filling it up with sand yeah well, that, we <laughs> don't that... find that out that was... until when uh, over yeah That's sad we don't find that out until when luffy fights crocodile right okay first time at least mm-hmm so I believe isn't this where they find the giant crab and then they like run across the desert with the crab, or is that yes. not till later? 
No, that's not until after they make it. They make it to like that town, and then they go into the casino. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which crocodile owns or Mister Zero, the leader of Baroque Works? Yeah, they get trapped. Yep, they get trapped, and he just happens to have a sea stone prison. Yeah, that bastard. But then also, Mister Three shows up before that, and. Mm. Mr. Three's not supposed to be alive, so Crocodile sends one of his pet crocodiles, uh, a banana crocodile. The banana crocs. Yeah. And yeah, makes yeah. it eat Mr. Three. Or first he sucks all of his moisture out of his body and then makes a crocodile eat Mr. Three. And then the Straw Hats show up and they get trapped. But Sanji isn't trapped. And neither is nope. Chopper. I think those are the only two that aren't trapped, right? Just Sanji and I think Chopper. it's just... I'm pretty sure it's Sanji and Chopper. So they get trapped in a sea stone prison, which is basically the same as the sea, so Luffy can't use his devil fruit abilities. Crocodile we get unveils Mr. his Prince? master plan. Hmm? This is where we get Mr. Prince. Yes. Well, not until... <laughs> well, he like makes a call in and then says it's Mr. Yeah. Prince again, and then <laughs> he goes out to the front and... like. Uh... Sanji makes a guy say that they caught him when in reality they didn't. And then yeah. they kind of play him and then Sanji breaks the bridge. And then yeah. they, they the the place is filling up with water because one of the windows is broken. And it's like mm-hmm. an underwater thing. It's kind of weird. So they need yep. to get out of the and then... cage. And they're also stuck in the cage with Smoker. Yep. And Smoker's fucked because of the sea prism. Yes, he That's is. Right. Same as same as Luffy. Otherwise, Sea Prison would be pretty useless for Smoker because if if it didn't work, because then he could just go right through it. Yeah, dude. I always wonder. So if you can like, you couldn't like change into smoke thin enough to go through that shit. Come no, on, I man. don't think he can do anything while he's in between the bars at all. Yeah, yeah. I think you're just fucked. Yeah, you'd think you should be able to, but I don't know how it works. Crocodile basically locks him in there with the key, then makes one of the banana things, banana crocs, swallow the key. Then Sanji does his whole thing and makes his way in there, and the water's filling up. And then he manages to get the key, but then Mr. Three also pops out. Yeah, and a ball of wax. (laughs) Yeah, of the same one that the key came out of. And then Mr. Three throws the key into the water, and then no one can find it. But then Sanji beats the shit out of him yeah. and makes him make a key with his wax. And then they yeah, get out. That was good stuff. That was good stuff. San- the, but the, Sanji was a savage. The key was fake anyway, so it didn't really make any difference. Yeah, true. But it's also being filled with water, and they do save Captain Smoker. Well, this uh, is a good part because like, uh, Smoker starts to see that uh, these are pirates that are actually pretty good. Yeah, and Crocodile, who's owned by the world government, is a fucking piece of shit human. Yeah, and Smoker's one of the actual good, good Marines, one that right. actually fights for justice. You think it's possible that we get a Smoker for Straw Hat sometime in the future? Mm, uh, I can't see him becoming a Straw Hat. I could. He's in like my top five of people that I think could be a Straw Hat by the end of the story. Well, we'll have to wait till the end of the story to see, I guess. It's true. That is true. But I really like Smoker as a character. I think he does his part really well. 
yeah he's he's pretty good character he's he's one of like i said he's one of the few non-corrupt uh Mm. marines he's a a good ass dude man good ass dude yeah uh, sanji saves him or luffy tells sanji to save him or something or zora to save him one of the two not Uh, important they save him they end up saving him yeah because he would have been in the same situation as luffy in the water because he has a devil fruit so then after they get out here's where they find the giant crab yeah chopper picks him up with the crab because he can talk to animals yeah and then so yeah, it's this yeah, yeah. giant crab and everybody gets on the giant crab but crocodile is chasing after them and luffy decides that he's gonna fight crocodile right there but then nice one luffy yeah Good then thinking let's fight and logia god damn it then we get a bit a little bit of our season four or season one attack on titan vibes killing the protagonist yep dude god luffy got smoked in this fight just yeah. absolutely lit up. he gets stabbed right through the gut with a crocodile's giant hook yeah and then he throws him into the sand pit right yep and then miss all yep. sunday comes and takes him out and gives him to pell which is I'm yep. pretty sure our first introduction to Pell, isn't it? I who's one Ooh. of the royal guards or whatever. Yeah, I think it is actually. He might have been briefly introduced earlier, but doesn't matter. Pell. Yeah. First introduction to Pell. This is such a long arc. Holy this is a long arc. Balls. Fucking Pell. So up until that point, up until later, basically Luffy is thought to be dead by crocodile and the straw hats don't know that luffy lost until later on so when we make our way to alabarna which is the capital which is where the castle is oh wait we before they get there they have to cross the river remember when they cross the river i do not so they they can't cross the river with the crab because a crab does not swim because it's a sand crab oh yeah yeah and then they're making their way across the river and then the crab starts to sink (laughs) <laughs> because it yeah. can't run fast enough the there's a giant like catfish or something that's gonna come and eat them kung fu dugongs come and beat up the fish yes the dugongs they showed out right here that part man i love the dugongs yeah they're good shit and and then they after they get across the river the super spot build duck troops the, which are the fastest animals in alabasta come and mm-hmm. pick them up and then they make their way to try to stop the war. And the Karu war is... Karu my boy. Karu Diuk coming in clutch. They come yes. to try to stop the rebel army. And because Vivi thinks she's the only person that can stop the rebel army. Because Koza and Vivi used to be childhood friends. And then they're basically waiting for Vivi. But then she doesn't get there in time. Right. But before that though we missed the part where mr two bon clay fakes being the king and oh that's right yeah yeah, and shoots shoots koza and then everybody gets mad and that's when they decide they're gonna attack the capital there a little kid sees mr two change back into mr two and then miss then miss double finger basically offs the little kid 
Missed double finger. God damn it, that. And bitch. then they decide to go attack because of what the king had has done. And then we make it. They make it to the capital, and we get our fights with Sanji versus Bon Clay, where they're both kicking each other. And which they're super, yeah, Sanji super evenly matched. <laughs> bon Clay just changes into a girl, and Sanji, Sanji can't fight. To kick a girl. He just gets stomped by Bon Clay. <laughs> Oh goddamn! Although other that than that, it's a pretty even fight. Yeah, Bon Clay is actually pretty strong, man. Don't don't be sleeping on my boy Bon Clay. Yeah, and then we get the fight of Miss Doublefinger and Nami. Dude, Nami using Nami her special back. element baton or whatever. I'm attacked. Yeah, I think that's such an underwhelming weapon. Yeah, it's not that fight underwhelming, like. I just thought it was goofy how, like, her final attack was supposed to be, like, a goddamn tornado thing, and it was just two birds that wrapped around her arms and then spun her in a circle really fast. Yeah. I, I thought that I, she was lame. I thought her whole climate baton thing is pretty underwhelming, in the to say the least. Yeah. Yeah, everyone Wait, has dude. kind of their Wait. own fights in this. When does, when does Zoro's, or not Zoro, Usopp's fight is awesome. Usopp when versus... Usopp's fight versus Mr. Four and uh, Mrs. Merry yeah. Christmas. That was awesome. And Usopp and Chopper in that fight. Usopp does like everything, that but that's a pretty good fight. And then Dude. Mr. Merry Christmas gets like freaked out because Usopp uses a four-ton hammer or something. Yeah. A ten-ton hammer yeah. and bashes Mr. Four over the head with it when it's in reality two pans covered in like paper mache. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> dude, I loved that fight. Usopp is just refusing to back down. That was such a good one. That was my second favorite fight behind the Zoro one. Zoro against Mister One, who's has ate like the blade blade fruit. Yeah, dude, that's actually a badass devil fruit. To be honest with you, I like that one. That does seem like, like a pretty cool one. That that's got to be really... a paramecium, then, right? Yep, that is a paramecium. That was a really good fight. I really liked that one a lot, to be honest. I didn't like Mr. One as a character so much. I thought he was as bland as it gets. But I did a lot for uh, Zoro's character. And AK, do you think Zoro was using hockey here? Uh, Not to my knowledge. I don't see any place where he would have been. When he cuts, when he cuts Mr. One, Das moans. Well, it had a flashback to, like... How you have to be able to cut nothing to be able to cut everything. Yeah. So I thought it was just some know. like technique kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. People people debate about this in the community whether it was uh, hockey or not. Or I just always assumed it was a technique thing that he just all of a sudden discovered. and Because they had yeah. that flashback of him and his old master or whatever. He hit him with that shishi son son, that lion song. Bottom yeah, bitch ass. So they that was awesome. Uh, Sanji, Usopp, uh, slash, Chopper, and Zoro all win their fights against the Baroque Works agents, but yep. Usopp is like major injured. Yeah, he's like Usopp's full like body wrapped. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he took like a hammer to the face, and there was a panel of his skull just breaking. Yeah, that was a good fight, God, though. That was yeah, probably... Yeah, that was. I think I like that fight the best, actually. Because I'm fair. not the Zoro simp you are. 
I am a Zoro simp. I, I, I fully embrace it. Yeah, so we finally get an introduction to Poneglyphs and the Pluton at this point. Yeah, we get, uh, we find out Crocodile's real intentions. He's trying to get the Pluton. Which is an ancient weapon that has the power to destroy the world. And the mm. only, and the reason why he has Miss, Sun Miss All Sunday with him is because Miss All Sunday is one of the is the only person in the world that can read the ancient language on the poneglyphs. Dun dun dun! That's so huge, actually. That's such a good like introduction to that. God damn. That's just in addition to another thing going on in this arc. There's so much going on, mm -hmm. and they haven't so even much. like stopped the battle yet. Like Vivi no. failed to stop the battle because right. there's like a sandstorm and they yeah. couldn't see her right so there's still the battle yeah. there's a lot going on right now so much going on a whole whole lot of shit going on yeah fuck so, so then the battle ends up happening in yeah. that plaza area yeah and then don't we get a luffy versus crocodile round two here kind of yes at, at the top of the thing yeah and then Crocodile kind of wins again. Mm -hmm. And then he makes Cobra, who is Vivi's dad, take him to the place where the Poneglyph is. Yeah, and, so they can find out. Yep. Yeah, and then forces Miss All Sunday to read the Poneglyph, which mm -hmm. she says is just the nation's history, which is not because she's a lying bastard. Right. And I, we, I don't know if we ever actually really find out what it actually said out of the poneglyph because i don't think she said yeah actually don't think we did we do find out what it said on the poneglyph i don't oh, remember no, wait, her wait, actually wait. ever saying what it said wait she might have like hinted at it but i don't exactly remember i thought didn't it say how pluton is in water seven? Oh, is that what it said i could be wrong but i think when we get to water seven um that happens i think i think they do i think she does say something along those lines if i'm remembering correctly uh -huh. something maybe yeah so we get the poneglyph so that opens up a whole different can of worms with the poneglyphs yeah now we're like what the fuck are these poneglyphs things why can nico robin i miss all sunday uh <laughs> still miss all sunday at this why, point uh, why miss all sunday read these things um yeah whole bunch of shit so then after luffy gets bodied for the second time he like passes out neck in front of the thing and then he wakes back up and then he takes on oh he he, he doesn't he spit wait does this happen are you talking about when he gets dried out yeah doesn't yeah. get oh yeah he so... spit like up in the air yeah up in the air and then crocodile dried him out and then it landed back down on him and then he was rehydrated <laughs> yeah but doesn't he doesn't he like pass out in front of the entrance of the maybe it's just in the anime i thought he passed out in front of the entrance of the poneglyph well okay so no because then he luffy gets oh i'm trying to remember what happens here Cause we get water, Luffy here. Remember when he drinks? He's all yeah. fat with the water. Yeah. That right here. I'm trying to think of like chronologically how this happens. Like, doesn't he get dried out 
Does that happen after? I don't remember, bro. Uh, he runs out of water. He shoots up his last water into the air, and then he gets dried out, and then he gets dropped on the ground. Uh, they're still, like, at the castle at this point. And then yeah. I'm pretty sure Crocodile, like, makes his way over to where the Poneglyph is. And yeah. then Luffy is running over to the where that is supposed to be after he comes across the, uh, what's-his-face's, Smoker's, like, yeah. subordinate. And she lets him pass and tells him where they are because she realizes she can't beat him and that Luffy can Shigi. beat Crocodile. Yeah. I like Tashigi. But then I thought Luffy, like, passes out or something because maybe I maybe that's just something that happened in the anime. I could have swore something like that happened, but maybe, I could be wrong. I, I'm not sure, honestly. I don't really remember this whole – I don't remember this part exactly. Like, I mean, I remember it, but I always get, like, what happens kind of mixed up, like – the order of it yeah i mean there's so much in this arc but so like, much before this happened luffy figured out crocodile's devil fruit and how he can dry everything out and then luffy hit him with a a gum gum bazooka because he figures out if he's wet he can hit him so that's big for the later fights mm-hmm. so then they whatever all that happens and they make their way into that little cavern correct and this is when we figure out about uh miss all sunday's real name yeah, then we find out she's Nika Robin and she's actually like has a giant bounty because she's like I don't know, she's Miss All Sunday or Miss she's Nika Robin. You figure out Yeah, she received a more seventy nine million dollar bounty when she was like six years old. Yeah. Because she is an absolute She's, she's too smart she... for her own good. Is um one of the she is the only person that could probably bring down the world government. She mm-hmm. is literally an ab- crazy threat to them, and that's why she got such a big bounty as a child. Yep. Which we're gonna get into later. Super cool, super cool part though. Super, super good reveal. Then the when they when they when uh crocodile has. I'll miss all Sunday, read the Poneglyph. He decides that she's lying and is going to kill her. Yep. And then yep. kind of succeeds, but not really. Because yeah, she doesn't die. Not really. Crocodile. <laughs> God damn, yeah. No one dies in one piece, man. Not really. Never. Yeah. But, yeah, so she's like fake dead for a little bit. Uh, and then Luffy shows up and the whole cavern is like coming down or the whole like underground mm-hmm. thing is coming down because that's the way it was built yeah. uh, it's like if anybody goes down there it collapses for like the protection of the, the, poneglyph. the poneglyph basically yep. so luffy and crocodile are fighting again he soaks his knuckles in blood because he like punched the walls or some shit before yeah. he got there so he, so. Do- he doesn't have any water so he uses his right. blood as liquid yeah he uses blood as liquid to hurt crocodile and this is where crocodile takes the the sleeve off the top of his hook and makes it has a poisonous hook yeah it's poisonous yeah that's right then i'm pretty sure he hits luffy with it but then luffy he isn't does. really affected by it anyways Luffy just punches him through the fucking ceiling like a savage. Yeah, and then breaks through the cavern. That's where Crocodile lands right in the middle of the whole battle that's going on. 
But there's also a lot going on in the battle that was happening at the same time as Luffy's battle, which I feel like we should also explain. Yeah, yeah we can do that. <laughs> like, they have the bomb that's in the, in the town square, and they were looking for the bomb, which I felt like yeah. in the anime lasted forever. This whole yeah, arc in the anime lasted time. an infinite amount of time. It was so drawn out. So, so drawn out. Unreal. It was every single part of the arc was extremely drawn out. Um, especially when they're looking for the bomb during the f- fights of each of like Sanji's, Usopp's, uh, and mm-hmm. Nami's fights. They were all super drawn out. So basically there's a giant bomb that's going to explode uh, at a certain time. No, it's initially it's like a fuse or something. And then they figure out it's in the tower. And then Miss Father's Day and Mr. Seven are at the top of the tower. And then Vivi bodies both of them. Or doesn't really body both of them. She just ends up beating them. After she she gets thrown to the top of the tower by some weird looking like... Like Sanji's on like the fourth floor and Zoro's on like the eighth floor or some shit, and then they just throw each other up there. It's kind of weird because there's not enough time. Right. She puts out the fuse, but then the fuse isn't actually really necessary because it's a time bomb. Yeah. And then Pell comes in out of no 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 nowhere with his devil fruit and defies de- decides to sacrifice himself. Hell, what a savage. The goat, like the falcon or the hawk hawk fruit or whatever it was. This is actually a sick part, but I don't know if, I don't remember if this happens in the manga or not, but in the anime, it shows that he survived, which I did not like. I, yeah, I don't know if it did that in the manga or not, but dude, one, one piece, the one thing they could really like do better is let people die. Let people die. Yeah. (laughs) it makes the story better you know it has a, a better impact but i don't remember exactly i know in the anime he comes back i don't know about in the manga i feel like if he comes back in the anime he probably comes back in the manga at some point he and probably he isn't dead i mean he didn't like it basically just showed he was alive it didn't it it's not it didn't like set up for him to come back i don't think it just basically no, showed he's yeah, still alive die from it but yeah he uses the ultimate sacrifice for it to not even be a sacrifice. He just survives anyway. <laughs> yeah, that really kind of downplayed the the importance of his decision he made after it showed he yep. was still alive. Mm. So, yeah, after all that stuff goes down and Vivi's screaming at the top of the tower for everyone to stop fighting, this is when yep. Crocodile lands in the middle of the square and then God, start- goosebumps yeah and then it that starts raining so- yeah that was such a powerful moment oh god damn and then oh so good this god and then this arc has so like, much info in it nightmares over like we did it god that was such a good part mm. yeah this arc is dense it's one of the densest arcs in the whole show to be honest so much in this arc intense amount in this arc dude i was rooting for vivi for straw hat so bad throughout this arc ak you don't even fucking know i don't really like vivi that much so I like vivi i really did dude i mean i I, I didn't mind her i like her more than i like chopper but i just don't see her adding a lot to the straw hats 
Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I am glad she wasn't out at the time I wanted Vivi to be a straw hat. Yeah. But I just don't see her. Like, she doesn't have... She, I don't feel like she'd add enough. Definitely like, she, not. she's not her own personality enough to be able to add a whole new character into the straw hats mm-hmm. for her. Unlike another person that gets added after they after they leave, but we gotta finish up the rest of this yep, yep. small part. Finish uh, this part up. So the the whole thing gets resolved basically after it starts raining, and mm-hmm. we get introduced to Igaram's wife, who is looks exactly like Igaram. Yep. <laughs> and then dude, like they're just I hate Igaram so yeah, much. They're dude. like chilling in the castle. Like they recover in the castle yeah. and offer VV to be on the straw hats and then VV has to make a decision whether she's going to be on the straw hats or do her like ceremony of becoming a woman. Right. Yeah, and rule yeah. Alabarna. Mm-hmm. And she ultimately decides that she will rule yep. or stay in uh stay in alabasta rip vivi no. before that though igaram comes back uh yeah. even though he was exploded in a ship and he comes back as well no one dies let's just say that anytime you see someone explode in a ship they're not dead if it's an off-screen death in one piece they're a hundred percent alive that's all you gotta know Yes, pretty if much. If you don't see them die on screen, they're alive. And, like, you've got to see the lights go out in their eyes to even know they're truly dead. And then they still might not be dead. They still might not be, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I thought for sure in this arc that Pell was dead. I thought, I, I didn't think Igaram was coming back. I didn't either. Like, especially, I really wish that these people would stay gone because that really... Their sacrifice basically means nothing if they come back. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It literally doesn't mean shit. It's like, okay. But Oda like, is... Your impact is just worse. It's just worse at that point. Oda is such a good writer. He's such a good writer. But this yep. is something that I really wish he would change. Same. Same. And I get it. It's kind of like Shonen-esque, but I, I also wish he would change it. Yeah. Have people die a little I guess, yeah. yeah. You can't you can't have everyone die in a shonen. With Crocodile being defeated, though, we can't forget this is where we lose one of the Seven Warlords of the Sea. He gets demoted. Yeah. Rip his ass from the Seven Warlords and fucking Tashigi and Smoker bring his ass in. Yeah. yeah. And they lit. get they get the they get the reputation of bringing him in, even though they didn't do anything. Right. Yeah, dude, I don't know. They bring him to a certain undersea prison. I wonder if that's going to be important later. Mm, I don't think so. Probably not. Definitely not. So this is where... So they leave, um, and they're going to meet Vivi at, like, noon or something at a certain place. Uh, But then she decides she's not going to go, and... This is a very great. This is probably one of the best panels in the whole manga. Uh, top when, top ten for sure. When they take sure. their bandages off their arm and they like hold up because like the whole bond clay thing where they put the bandages on their arm to differentiate. 
Uh, they actually had an X underneath it. Uh, because then Bonclay wouldn't be able to see the X, so he wouldn't, they wouldn't know he had it there. So they stuck their hand up with the X, and they're, like, not facing him. And that was their goodbye. And that was yeah, because BB like couldn't face them before they left. So then they did this to show that they'll always be friends and they appreciate BB's friendship. That was such a good scene, bro. That made me sad. God, that was, that was good. That, that was, was great. And yeah. on their exit, though, we get our boy, our <laughs> boy Bon oh, Clay, showing Bon-Clay. his showing his sacrifice to. The Straw Hats. Straw Boy. Evan and Luffy are just forever boys. They just have a a connect, bro. They just are such boys. Bonclay protected their ship when they got back, and then he hopped on his own ship. And then when the Marines were waiting for him, he turned himself into looking like Luffy on his ship, and then they tracked him and took over or like they gunned down his ship and then the straw hats yeah. got away it looked like luffy and sacrificed himself just so luffy could I escape love bon what, Clay, a beauty. what an absolute beautician that man god i love him he's a top five character for me honestly like maybe top three i love oh. bon clay i do oh too. i love bon I clay too. he's the best how can you hate on the man he's just too good he's fantastic i i don't remember when this comes up but he, at one point in One Piece, he combines all the ugliest faces in the world that yeah. he's seen <laughs> to, yeah. like, make the ugliest face. And every part of his face that he, like, after he changes it, everything is the same as his normal face, except for Usopp's nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so oh, I clown, love him. dude. Dude, he's just the best. I fucking love that man. He's ah, oh, so many dude. Von Clay is just the shit. He's just Luffy owes Von Clay more than anyone else, to be honest. Yes, Bon. Like, Cl- I love Bon Clay so much. The man. His real name is Bentham. Is it? I didn't Bentham. even know that. Yeah. So Bon Clay gives his gives his uh life for the straw hats in this moment basically and after they're out miss all sunday is on the ship with her isn't there doesn't she like ride a turtle out there or some shit yeah i I don't really remember how she gets out there but she's just chilling she's like yeah can i can i join your crew (laughs) yeah she just decides she's on the straw hats the only person that asks to be on the straw hats everyone else is asked and Luffy's like, okay, whatever, and everybody else is skeptical. Yeah. And she's God also kind of just using them for the, a little while, like Nami was in the beginning, but... But Luffy is the only person that can just see through all that shit. She, like, he just knows that Nico's good, like, deep down. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that so, is... So, honorary member right now, kind of, you know? Who? Bon Clay? Nico. Oh, Nico Robin. Nico. <laughs> bon Clay is a member in my heart. Yeah, same. He's also a member in my heart. I hope he can, you know, escape where he is right now. Somehow make it to the boys and girls, we I guess. Can, we can only hope. We can only hope, man. 
so this is, I guess, that we probably missed a little bit here and there. I covered the story of Alabasta the best we could. It's a big-ass arc. There's it's a lot to have man. to remember in that story. Next, Our next uh, episode, which will be Sky Island, which is going to be Giant Skypea, will be substantially shorter, and there's not nearly as much to unpack. <laughs> so. No. Sky Island is more of a self-contained story, too. Except yeah. for the very end of it, I'd say. It's world building. Honestly, yeah. that's all it is. It doesn't really drive the story that far. Alabasta is majorly like building for the rest of the main story of yep. One Piece. Yeah, we get introduced to Poneglyphs, Ancient Weapons, Nico Robin, how it's a different language, so mm-hmm. much shit. So what are we giving God. the Alabasta arc as a rating? What are you giving it? Dude, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm probably going to... I'm going to give it an 8.5. Okay, I was going to give it an 8 just because... Okay, actually... I'm torn. It's... This is the first really, like, big, dense arc. Like, this is the one that is, like... This things are happening now, right? Like everything up until this point was just like building, 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 and this is the one that it is. This things are happening, dude. I don't know. I kind of want to give it an eight now that I. I would have to go back and listen to what I gave the other arcs, but I would say. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna give it a flat eight because there's a lot of other arcs that I like more. Yeah, I mean, there's there. especially coming up in this next few. There's yeah. or after Sky Island, at least. I, I gonna prefer be, Sky. There's gonna be some. Alabasta. I I like Sky Island more than Alabasta too. Yeah. I yeah, think honestly, right. One Piece just gets better and better as it goes on. Yeah, I think so too. Like it's it's just nothing but heat coming up here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, we, I'm gonna give it a flat. Eight. I'm gonna yep. give it a flat eight because I'm looking at some of these coming up. I'm gonna put them higher. So yeah, flat eight is what I'm giving it. All right, two eights on the Alabasta arc in the Alabasta saga, or no, otherwise known as the Baroque Works saga. What a dense there amount of are. information. What a lot of shit we had to go over, man. That was that was good though. I think we got through a lot of it, to be honest. We covered pretty much the basics. Anything that wasn't covered really shouldn't matter too much in the long run. Yeah, I think we got most of the stuff that's going to be really important. Yeah, this will probably be this will be our longest episode to date. So if you listen to this, uh, listen to the end, I guess. We'll we'll throw yeah. in we'll tell you to join the Discord again at the end because we can never remember to say anything about it at the beginning. We always forget in the beginning, but join the Discord, boys. AK's got the link. Yeah. I'll put yeah, I'll put the link back down in the description. Hope you enjoy these one piece episodes. Uh, we got at least another every week we'll be doing another one. We we have Sky Island, Water Seven, Throw the Bark, and Summit War is our next four. So we'll be looking for those the next few weeks. Those are absolute heaters. Man. And then, yeah, maybe after we get into Wano, we'll 
after I get into Wano. Yeah, once you get into Wano. We'll, we'll, st- start, we'll start back up again on him. Absolutely. All right, well, is that a wrap? Is that think, all she wrote? I think we can call it a, call the day for right. the One Piece talk. Let's call it a day. Well, thanks for listening, boys and girls, people. I appreciate it. Yeah. God, that was that was some good stuff. Take it easy. Till next time.